to the Enneagram and Marriage Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Harden, and today we're talking about how your fitness level affects your marriage and your type. I'm also so glad that we're going to be introducing, as we kick off today, our Coronavirus Couples Challenge. So make sure you are staying tuned at our Instagram page, as well as at enneagramandmarriage.com and reflectionscc.com. You can hit any of those pages and get tons of information about how we're taking the three-day journey together to make absolutely sure that we are doing our best with our fitness levels during the coronavirus. I'm also doing a special contest to just pump things up to that extra level for all of us and for the competitor in you, especially those threes, sixes, nines, and eights. I've got your back. I know you guys love your competitions and you guys are so good at it. So we want to make sure that you have fun in your marriages as well if you can get your spouses to do this. But as much as we're having fun with the contest and thinking of it in terms of couples, I really want to recommend to you that you take this time to think about your physical self-care. Last week, we talked about spiritual self-care, this week physical, next week emotional. And sure, I'm adding in the fun bells and whistles of let's do this together. Let's have a fun contest. Let's share pictures and videos. This is the best. Of course, we love this. The competition is so much fun and it adds another level. But for those spouses who say, no, I don't want to do this, this is your time to do this with you. And I am so excited for you to get going on your fitness journey. I think it's an especially perfect time for us to do this together because of COVID making people feel out of control. And the good news is you do have some control over this aspect of your life. And the coolest thing about it is I just read in the New York Times today that as sad as the research is for coronavirus being not just 1%, perhaps it's even 6% of people that get it are dying. The number one predictor of that is, and this is so sad, first bear with me when I say this, it's obesity. But why I'm saying there's some actual good to that is because this is actually something that is not just like, okay, you're a brown haired person or you're African American, but I think it's more that we are discovering things on the day to day basis. So check the research after today, of course, because it may change. But as of now, it's not necessarily the type of person you are culturally. So this goes with our fitness challenge that we do have control over some things. And that feels really good because right now everybody's feeling like, oh no, I don't have control over the fact that I have to stay home or maybe my curfew hasn't been lifted yet. Even though I know we have the three-tiered plan in place now, there are still going to be days and weeks and perhaps even months of things getting back to normal. So the thing you do have control over is how you eat and how you stay fit. So I want to recommend to you guys that you really listen hard for what I'm going to share about each of your personality types and not just about your spouse. So this is for you and I hope you truly enjoy and receive from it. I want to get started with, before we hit type ones, just saying that for everybody, before you get started on any kind of a fitness journey, make sure you talk to your doc and you can use doctors on demand. It's about $75 or you can actually call your own doctor's office and just check in and make sure that you're ready for physical fitness. I was just talking to my husband who's in the medical field about how cool it is that so many doctors have switched over to teledoc 
and he's done that for some of his patients. But what he was telling me is that we really have to make sure we're careful about that because so many times he needs to hear the lungs, really just see people because they could have something going on with their leg that they're not telling. And that has something to do with their health in their body that needed to be noted and was not able to be seen. So I want you guys to take that with that sense of personal responsibility that you'll make your doctor's appointments. Even if you can't get in for a little while, make the appointment. But if you can get in and do the teledoc and say, hey, this is what I'm looking at. My body is looking and feeling normal. Otherwise, this is what you can see. You can obviously show the teledoc your leg too. But you get my point that we really need to take our own health into our own hands as much as we can. And then when we need to, especially as we start any new kind of a fitness regime, consider that with our physician carefully before we move forward. But you know yourself best. So I know you're going to do that step. But I have to say that before I get started, because I am a six wing. So I'm thinking of all of the possible measures that we can have that could block your success. And I don't want any truly. In fact, that's why I was excited when I saw, okay, it's obesity. And the article was framing that as that's bad news for America. And I knew it was, but I also knew that that meant we finally had some control. So hence this fitness challenge for you and your spouse or just for you. But one way you can bring it to your spouse is to say that, say, I love you. I care about you. I want to incorporate both of our fun ideas for doing this fitness challenge, but it's only for a few days. And so I'm inviting you in, honey, but you don't have to do it. This is my journey and I'm so excited to partner with you on it if you want to. So that happy-go-lucky attitude of I love you, I care about you, but I'm not controlling you is so attractive to your spouse and they will be so much more inspired to do things with you when you have that attitude. I can still remember a time in our lives when we were very stressed with three little kids and my husband was having a difficult season and he looked at me and said, how are you doing well? And I remember telling him that I was keeping the three areas of self-care in line and it was carrying me, just staying close to God, staying fit, staying emotionally healthy. These are things that are a little easier for somebody who leans toward the self-preservation But it's really important for everybody. And we'll talk about what sevens need to be aware of too. But this is a place that I can give to you ones because this is the way that I err and lean towards. So I always feel that way with my clients that I am so honored and privileged to work with them because they're such caring and wonderful people who truly lean a lot of times toward the other direction. So as we get started on the ones, that's where I wanted to start is this is a place where ones can really be the ones who can actually burn out quickly because they say, I can't do it. My spouse won't do it with me, or I'm having trouble making ends meet with our bills right now during COVID. So I can't take care of myself in this health way. And that is a really untrue statement. I know you mean it well. I know you're trying to take care of everybody, but I also want you to realize that you will have even more energy as a one if you come to the table with that fitness as well. And it can be things like, okay, I went to the chiropractor and I spent $50 because I wasn't in line with my body. Or it could be savings like I was eating more emotionally, but now we're saving money because I have been doing every single night 10 push-ups and 50 sit-ups and now I feel a little bit more on top of myself. I don't feel quite as critical of myself. So this can come as a blessing, as an energy and time saver, instead of how ones look at workouts sometimes to think, 
it's an energy waster. And it was really something that I noticed early in our relationship with my husband that sometimes ones can be incredible athletes of their own right. And I still see this with a lot of my clients when I talk about what's your past journey with fitness as ones and they say, I was the state medal winner on track or I was the volleyball champ at my college and I had a full ride or I went to the special tennis institute and was getting ready to be pro. I mean, there are so many ones who have a backstory with sports and as my husband and I were dating, we met and were on the track team very quickly at the beginning of our relationship together. And I was there as a seven who wanted to keep running and running and running, as you can imagine. And he was there because he was somebody who was training for a perfect body on the football field. And he wanted to make sure his coach had told him to make sure he was ready and that track would be a great conditioning sport. And that's true. And many of you have probably done track and field for that reason as well. And that's awesome. But we also had some great banter going there as I defended the sport in and of itself. And he was more saying, this is not a real sport. This is a sport for people who are trying to do real sports. And so we had some fun competitions and he is laughing at that now. And now he's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I played football. And how many more brain cells would I have had I not been knocked on the head so many times? And he is so incredibly smart and gifted. But we both do have to wonder, we're like, well, you are super smart, but would you have been a complete genius at that point if you had not played? So anyway, my point to you ones is look ahead and don't be jealous or mean with your spouse if they are working out and you're not. And thank goodness my husband has not taken that route. But if he had, I still think and hope I would have continued working out because we don't want to be codependent on our one spouses, but we want to show by example. And ones, I know you think it would be a great energy waster sometimes, but remember, it's actually going to give you more energy and more love flowing in your life and less anger. And you ones have an incredible amount of steam for your day, even without your workouts, but you're missing out on releasing anger that is in the body and anxiety. You're missing out on physical health that could be yours by doing this. And I know you don't want to do that. So I want to tell you guys that this is a good should. And I want you to really consider that and get through the anger that you probably feel when you hear me saying that. And then I want you to make a plan. Now, some of the ones out there are just like, I do my organized, detailed, regimented fitness every day. And if that's you, that's a fantastic journey you're on. I'm not asking you to change that. But if you're one of the ones who says, I can't do it because I'm too busy, etc., this is your time to really sit with God and admit it that you cannot change others and that you have to start with you. This is a gift. It's it's not a punishment and you don't have to add anything in the fitness world that isn't appropriate because sometimes people will tell me, oh, I have a bad knee or I can't do this because I have diabetes and that's not good for my blood sugar. Whatever it is, I want you to know, of course, talk it out with your doctor. There's going to be a way for you to get fitness, even if it's not what you would have wanted to do. So there's the sense for ones of letting go of the control. If I can't do it my way, I won't do it at all. Try to really receive that your body wants to be loved on and stretched, even if it's in a very different way and it's not as much fun. Because I know you ones love your fun. You love your seven place of fun. Maybe you would rather play tennis or go hiking, but jogging is what's going to do it right now or a good walk. And just bear with us during this time and get your game on. You deserve that. Twos, I want you guys to know that your fitness is imperative because of the energy you bring to the room. And it's also imperative because it centers you in your thoughts. Most of your thoughts are about relationship, but this body work that you're doing gets you in your body and in your mind 
in a positive way because most twos I know, they enjoy group fitness and right now we can't do group fitness, but you can still find creative ways. I've even seen people where they're socially isolated, but they're still together doing fitness on a lawn or more than likely they're doing videos or Zoom workouts together or holding each other accountable or in a fun challenge group. And it's just a good way for twos to connect and say, I'm here. I want the sunshine on me. I want to share the sunshine with others. And they can take it right to their own woods or park if they're safe. They can take it to their own neighborhood sidewalk with a great set of tunes on their earbuds. And they can go party on the streets. But make sure twos that you are not pushing your spouse because just like I said to ones who sometimes say, I can't do fitness because my spouse isn't here doing this and that or they're not fit. Twos can sometimes say, I don't want to do fitness because my spouse isn't doing it. So make sure you don't push guys. Your spouse loves you, but they don't want to be pushed too hard unless they're a nine. And we'll talk to nines in a little while because I want them to do their own work too. I want them to push themselves too, but I really want you twos to enjoy your time of fitness and you can add some God time in if you need some fellowship where you're making it a prayer walk, but just make sure that you are taking ownership and getting that wonderful energy out and body work done and thinking done and positive thinking with those great music tunes or fun beat you've got going and you'll be okay. Plus you can still share your workout on social media, which I'm going to head into threes now as we talk about that. And there's absolutely nothing wrong whatsoever with posting on social media when you have that fitness vibe going because it's so much fun for the rest of us to see and to be inspired and twos and threes and sevens and other types are known for finding the new things the new trends with that energy so we appreciate that threes as we talk about you now you bring us into modernity with what is going on in pretty much every realm of life but you help us to understand what are the newest trends what is the new research showing us about workout and fitness and even our fashion with our fitness so yes we love the memes and trends and keep sharing them and threes Make sure that you are not relying on your spouse for your fitness. I have seen this so many times with threes, and I was really looking into this even recently when I noticed that women's arms were not what they used to be, and I was reading this article that said that women's arms used to be like rower's arms, and at first I was thinking, this is kind of a poor design flaw that I'm going to have to ask God about one day, and this is so ridiculous, like I would ever challenge God, but you know what I mean, like why are women's arms getting flabbier as we get older? And then I really had fun, like in a good way, it was like, okay, God, when I read that article that said, no, we are originally designed to work those arms so well that they would be strong. And of course, I was also watching Jane Austen with my daughters lately on the BBC miniseries I've been sharing on my IG page. And they were saying, mom, people walked everywhere back then. They were so fit. And I was like, yes, absolutely. So threes, don't take it upon your spouse to do it for you. It's not going to be part of your natural day anymore. We don't live in that kind of world. You, especially as a three, don't live in that kind of a world. So I'm asking you to do this challenge and to take one more place of leadership, not for your family. I'm not saying you have to get everybody working out, but I do want you to make sure that you're taking ownership of your health levels and just getting out of your head in terms of just doing the things your spouse asks or just doing the work that's in front of you. I want you to think every single day, where can I fit it into my regimented schedule 
that I am going to do this. And I know threes who are really creative with this, where they actually are putting dishes away and they're counting things with their Fitbit, because of course a three loves a Fitbit or some kind of a device that can show that they're working and tracking and reporting and finding answers. I love their scientific brain. But I want you guys to know that you could even be trying to do that in a fast way where you're burning calories, or you could be saying, I'm counting my steps up the office, or at lunch break, I take time to walk a track around the back of my office. I'm not even addressing here the time of calming. I'm just saying get your fitness. And if you are a three who is burnt out and you don't need one more meeting, of course, you know, I'd absolutely love for you to put that cell phone down and go ahead and leave it. But I also recognize the anxiety that comes with a three when they go to six. So if you need the cell phone with you, and you even want that to be part of the workout, that is fine. There are so many amazing apps and you are, like I said, going to be one of the mavens who goes out and finds out what apps are best and how to do our best workouts. So in essence, threes, once you find it, share the wealth. We want to hear from you on what's working and what's new and what's fashionable and we want to see what you're wearing because of course we need to order our airy leggings or our Lululemon or our Pelotons or whatever it is that's trending right now and you help lead the way on that. Okay, go Going on to fours, I know you're probably thinking fours. Yes, we lead the way on this too. Do not leave us out. I will not for a minute. You guys are the ones working in the fashion industry, leading the way for the rest of us so that we know what's actually working. So thank you fours for being so artsy, creative, aware of what is beautiful and doing that detailed painstaking where you go to one work for us so we know how to look well while we're working out. But I also know that you guys love just thinking about deep things thoughts. And I sounded a little like a Saturday Night Live skip right there when I said deep thoughts. But I really want you guys to know, I realize that sometimes you are able to put away that love in your three wing for clothing and fashion and fitness. And sometimes you just want to go deep in your workouts even. So for you, make sure as you're embracing this fitness challenge that you recognize that maybe dance or an artful movement is part of your release and time with God. I've talked a lot about that with you guys, but it's important that you remember that. The reason I keep mentioning it is because some fours tell me I used to do that, but I don't anymore. So I want to remind you that you're good at that and you can go ahead and get back in, even if it's just saying, I'm going to take five minutes to move to a worship song or a beautiful Enya song or a song that is just classical piano, something that just allows me to allow my mind to have some healing space and it's getting me moving again because we know that fours can really be movement inhibited. And once they get moving again, it's a beautiful thing to see you guys sharing your life form and your art form with us and reminding us that you're still good at sitting with people in the pain, but that that's not all you're doing. You're actually working really hard to be in your body and in your mind and in your heart and to be balanced. And in order to do that, we want to see you really taking the time to get back into that body and do the workout that I know you crave deep down because you need those endorphins. I know a lot of fours who have struggled with addiction or a lot of fours who have struggled with depression and we don't see as much anxiety with our fours sometimes, but it's all wrapped up in the same component. Anxiety and depression are two heads of the same coin and we know both of those things can be lifted tremendously with that fitness. So please do understand you're worth it. Even if you're having that lull of a moment where you're thinking about the deepest meanings of life and you do not feel like getting out of that art space of just philosophizing and embracing your hurts and wounds and the wounds of the world, 
but know that you're going to be able to get into action about what is important and necessary and not just an existential feeling once you start getting back in your body for the workouts. So yes, I know that was a little bit deep, but I think it was necessary to say that to our four brothers and sisters, that in order for you to fight COVID, it has to be that you are putting yourself and your body to work in healthy ways. And I'm going to head on over to fives now, because of course I'm saying the same thing to fives in terms of how deep they can go. And you'll see how the Enneagram types almost bleed into one another because we see these wings and these characteristics take shape together. So I want the fives to know that what's really important for you guys is also not to get focused in too deeply on the research or the meaning or the behind the scenes going in and thinking about things stoically or going in and thinking about things as a skeptic. And now I'm leaning toward your six wing. But when I say that, I mean... I know that you could get very lost in your Twitter account. I know that you could get very lost in your work. And now you fives are having to Zoom more and talk to people more. Oh, dear. This is hard. This is a lot. This is overwhelming. And you're getting to that scattered seven place. So your workout is going to keep you grounded and keep you in your head, but give your head some space and some flow as you add in body work and give you more access to your heart. So this is a really good way for fives to even get to their heart is to do their body work. Some of them are really numbing out. I'm hearing right now from spouses that they are kind of going to that place of nihilism and losing their meaningful touch with the world and just feeling hurt and and tired and wondering what's going on and maybe losing faith in some ways. So staying with that body in that way is like a five finding their community because so many people don't realize that some of us are out of touch even with our bodies. So to find ourselves again is the start of finding community. And from then they can move forward. I know I didn't mention it with four eithers because they're withdrawing types, but withdrawing types can still have fun doing fitness with others if they want to with their spouse or if they want to with a group. I know fives who love to actually go out into the woods and take a walk with their spouse every single night or around the block. And people might think that's so counterintuitive for a five, but no, it isn't because they're getting out of their head a little. They're starting to at least embrace a little bit of the emotional life of their spouse, listening logically. This is a loving act for a five just to get out of their head, get out of their space, get out of conserving energy. So go ahead and do that with your spouse. If you have a spouse that's a five and that's the way they want to work out, join them. Even if you already had a workout today, go ahead and join them again on a walk. That's not going to hurt you. That's only going to bless you guys. And then to those fives who want some solitary time, I also have a friend who loves going jogging by herself. She listens to audiobooks, great music, great soundtracks, things that eights listen to like epic soundtracks. And I want you to know, take your time to yourself and fitness too, if that's where you're at five, because I know, especially right now, you guys are feeling a little bit different in that way of having to be around people extra. Moving on to sixes, we talked about making sure that you as a six are not doing the same thing I said to fives, which is getting a little too analytical and researchy. And in your case, it could even be saying, I don't want to, of course, go to the gym right now because it's not safe and it's not sanitary. But don't take that to the extreme and say, therefore, I can't work out since my community led group and I'm a six and I love my people. It's not going anymore that I can't work out. Or if my spouse doesn't do it, same thing I said to threes. I don't want you to leave this whole thing behind. You need to make sure that you take your time 
with yourself. You owe that to yourself and your time with God to center. If you need community, God is right there. And I really love the fact that you are so witty, so fun, that you will also be like the threes in the know about what the newest trends are, what to wear, what exercises are on point right now. So I'm expecting you to lead the way and give us that fun that the nine gives as well, since you do touch on nine as well. So six is just make sure that you understand how important body work is to you because you are right there in the middle of the anxiety triad and your body work will help your anxiety to release could be something fun. It could be something yoga-based. And some of you have had health issues with the six worry side, and we don't know what comes first, the chicken or the egg. A lot of sixes tell me, why do you think I'm a six? This happened to me. This happened to me. So I want you guys to know whether whatever happened first, whether the injury happened first or it came because of worry, we can't analyze that. You guys are troubleshooters. We appreciate anything and everything you're doing. But I want to let you know that sometimes it's really important to do great workouts just that actually speak to people who have had a health injury too because sixes are people that, like I said, have had that sometimes in the past and that's really important for them to not work out to something that doesn't feel safe to them because as everything needs to feel safe for a six in order for them to thrive and I really do mean that. Type sevens in the house, holla. Okay, I know that was so 2017, but I had to say it just because I had to bring some energy into our seven convo. I know you guys have a lot of energy and for you to be listening this long into a podcast is literally everything. So thank you. And I wanted to let you know that as a workout queen myself who has been burned in the past, make sure you do not overwork out, okay? People, this is so important for you sevens to realize that I know you love fitness. I know you love feeling full of life. And this goes with your eight wing too, that you want to embrace it all and you want to make sure that you don't leave anything behind, but you do need to leave something behind because this world is not just about you. And I literally feel this way sometimes, want to do four workouts a day or never stop working out. You have to. And when a seven does this, it's not for the sake of, I want to look perfect usually. I know they go to one in stress, so it could be that. But sometimes it's just because they're enjoying and they're trying to have that fullness of God where they're embracing the most glorious moment on the top of a black diamond ski hill. I myself can still picture the last time I went skiing and how wonderful it was and thrilling to ski down that hill with ease and with balance and the joy of it and how you feel that rush of air and coolness and it's like your anxiety is balanced out with everything else in the world and the rush on the mountaintop that I love hiking with my husband when we finally get our vacations after our long hard worked hours. It's like these things feel glorious to a seven or that whoosh of the tennis racket across as you're playing out your heart and just enjoying yourself so much. It's a beautiful feeling and I know why sevens can get addicted to it because of that fullness of God. But that fullness of God does not just mean they're embracing life as it could be or as the idealist. I know one sevens and fours are all considered the idealist. We have to remember that it's not just about that ideal or hitting that moment of exaltation. It's really also about going back and being loving to others and being present with others. That's a balanced life. So for you sevens who love working out, that is awesome. Keep it up. You're doing great. A couple of workouts a day 
is probably more than enough for you. And I also want to remind you, you're going to be in this body for 70 to 100 years, hopefully. So you need to make sure that you pace yourself because your body will wear out too soon. I've had a lot of friends whose bodies have worn out soon and my six wing chides me sometimes. That's been very helpful to me. And I don't want that to happen to you. So allow your six wing to really help you to remember you've got to stay in this body, keep it well oiled, but don't go over the top with your workouts. Also remember that when you come back, make sure that you give yourself time to calm down. I'm remembering when my kids were super little and I know a lot of our listeners have really little kids or don't even have kids yet. And I would go right from my joyful seven as soon as I put my daughter down and it was time for her to nap. I would go down and do at that time kickboxing was really big in the Billy Blanks thing. And I would go do my kickboxing videos and I'm still doing those once in a while. But now, of course, we know Tabata and we have so many other things that are big now. But kickboxing went on and on during while my daughter slept. And then when she woke up, I would go back and I would actually come right from my sweaty workout to get her out of her crib and heart racing and just overly present, looking too much at every little angle innuendo with that unhealthy sick side of me and really just even the one in stress coming out because I hadn't allowed my body to calm down. So make sure you give yourself time to calm down off of that workout sevens. Take some time in your focused vibe mode. If you're doing a big workout, take an extra five minutes to say I'm going to now get present with myself. I do a lot of that when I'm going out for my workouts now, but it's taken time. And how cool would it be for you to learn that younger, that it's not healthy for you to go from one thing to the next without any kind of a transition time in between? Yes, I know you're going to have to sit with your anxiety in that time, but more than likely, the beautiful endorphins you've just recreated for yourself with the workout will more than help you to get back to where you need to be for your family as long as you just give yourself because you are worth it a few minutes to calm down and they're worth it and don't overwork out but it's so fun for you as a seven to bring your community and family into workouts I don't know about you but when I have that joyful seven spark going it's like the Pied Piper people want to talk to me everywhere I go and my family has mentioned that a lot with me that that happens to me everywhere I go. But I don't try to go anywhere when I don't have that to give because I could go into that five mode pretty easily. So I try to lay low or stay in the car because I know that that's probably going to happen to me and I don't want to be mean to people. But it's a good thing about you sevens that people want to talk to you and get to know you. But it's also one of those things where you need to hold some boundaries and some space for your family because they're going to miss out if everybody is getting that piece of you. So I've had to scale back a lot. I don't lead as many groups as I used to. When COVID first came out, one of my friends texted me and said, you know that big field behind your house? I could so see you doing workout classes for everybody. And I'm just like in the field and I'm just like, no, you know, I will be doing my workouts with my kids in my house pretty much, or I will be taking some time in my own five mode to go out and just enjoy that peace of mind alone. Or my husband and I will be taking bike rides at night. A lot of days, it's all three. It's just as a seven, I have to make sure that I don't overkill in all three. And I did do that once during this time and my allergies paid for it because I have allergies right now. So I can't be out for an hour and a half on a bike with my husband and on a walk with the dog and working out indoors with the kids. So it's fun to do a lot of workouts, but you really have to pace yourself. Maybe just a quick walk around the block with the dog, a half hour workout otherwise, and that's it sevens. You've got to stop and move on. 
So eights, I want to give you guys the understanding that I know you also like to overindulge. And one of the things that my dad said to me that sticks with me is I asked him to stop eating unhealthy when he started to get sick. And he said, you know, I'm not going to be able to do that. And it was just said to me in this funny way. And we laughed together. And I said, I know you're not going to be able to do that, dad. And he was a man who had self-control in a lot of ways, but he was saying, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. And of course, I was trying to honor him by saying, of course, why did I even mention it? Because of course, you also know you can't be a life coach to your family. But what I really, really enjoy and still like about what he said was, he's like, I know who I am. I'm an eight and I like indulgence and I like to live big. And that's who I am. And I'm going to live that way until the day I die. And he literally did. I honestly have to say he died a beautiful, glorious death in terms of sticking to those principles of living big till the end. But he did have a fitness routine. And even with that big living, he lived to mid 70s. But I definitely want you guys to know that are eights that your big living does cost. So you have to at least try to counter that with exercise. And I think that's why he did have such a good full life still is he did really do his daily walks every day in his five mode. He took our dog for long, long walks and he really loved those walks, nature walks just around the block. Now, a lot of eights I know, including my daughter's tennis coach, they love full fitness with community and they really love teaching and coaching. And I think eights make some of the best coaches out there. So if you have that big energy, eights have more energy than sevens, I think. And they can do an amazing job of actually putting out all that energy that I said a seven needs to be cautious about. And they can actually stay out there with it for a long, long time. So if that's you and you're an eight at the prime, consider coaching others. Consider helping others to stay fit. Consider countering your large desire for intensity and maybe eating a lot with a desire to work out a lot and work out harder. I've known eights that have been professional boxers and people who needed a large diet. So it's important that if you're going to live big in one area, live big in the other, but try to do it with health guidelines. Try to do it with fitness guidelines so that you don't burn yourself out. That could happen to eights with seven wings or eights even with a nine wing if you're not careful. Moving on to nines, we know that you guys love your fun fitness. And I have been so impressed with that from my daughter to my many nine clients who have brought it not only to themselves, but to their partners where they really say to their partner, I finally know that I deserve to have my voice be heard. I want to work out and I hope you'll join me. But even if you don't, I'm going to have some fun fitness without you. So that's a really important thing for you to remember as you're getting back into fitness or just taking your fitness vibes to the next level nines for this challenge that you go ahead and really start pivoting in the direction that's going to bring you more fun and more time to really just recenter with your body because during coronavirus or just in life in general in marriage, you often are working so hard as a nine to stay fit and to stay healthy and to stay helping every single other person because you feel everybody's feelings and fitness just like with the ones can go right out the window. So I want to make sure that you prioritize it and you don't let up for anything because you are worth it and your voice is worth it. And even if the people at your workout gym don't remember something about you, remember what I've told you before. It's because you're calming. It's because you have this presence about you where we know you're a withdrawing type. Internally, we can sense that or feel that and we aren't going to be as worried about you. So you need to tell us 
when you need us and speak up and say, I'm here. And how did I do on my fitness? If you're in a team with a coach and they're giving others attention, or if you're by yourself, then try to work out in a way that's still fun for you that you can beat your personal best or do a fun workout video. Because I know that if you can add that element in of just connection, I think nines can be more extroverted. A lot of times we don't realize how much they love being with others. They need their alone time, but they do often love being with other safe, good people. And working out is a fun, safe place, usually for a nine to let loose, to be community oriented. And let's just say it, this is where they can get in their body and be a leader too. So it's an exciting place for you nines to make sure you're really authentically who you are created to be, which is an excellent person with pretty much every one of the type's virtues. But just as we close, every type needs to remember that Love with your spouse can be found more through your fitness. It is the sixth and most unknown love language because I remember reading that in His Needs, Her Needs as a young wife, and they said that that was secondary only to physical attentions with sex with guys, and it's not included in the top five love languages in the Gary Chapman book, and there's probably a good reason for that, but I want you guys to know fitness together can be so enjoyable, so don't push it. Push for it in healthy ways where you say I've carved out some time for us or let's go ahead and look at our weekly calendar together so we can make sure it happens. But don't demand and if your spouse needs some time to themselves doing their fitness, do not go crazy on them. Let them know that you're so supportive of that and then try to think of how you can have some community in other ways that we've talked about today or you try to just create your own time as well because Anyone can use a little more reflection time during this COVID-19 season where you're crammed in like sardines with people. Even if you have a big house, you're still going to find each other and annoy each other. So make sure you take your time out for you too. But just remember that your spouse is a fun person. So are you. And when you get this going in your workout mode together, there's something about the way a workout can break you out of your body, can break you back into it in a healthy way, and can get you guys together more actively in your bodies. So it's amazing that it can do all those things at the same time to kind of get you out of the unhealth of the tenseness and get you back into the health of the fullness of your body and all the parts inner working together. And then you and your spouse working better together because of it. And this may even lead into your intimate life together. Definitely had couples say to me, we don't have the best intimate life because one or both of us are obese. And I know that's uncomfortable for some of you to hear, but I've heard that before. And I've actually had therapists get mad at me for saying that before, but it's what I'm hearing in my office. It's nothing to do with my judgment on a person because at the same time I've said on this podcast, people's size doesn't really matter to them in the way they see their spouses a lot of the time. And whatever the size, shape, or creed, they're like, my spouse is the best and they're the most beautiful person I've ever seen. But that still same person has told me before, and I mean that by people many over the years, this is hard for us to get involved sexually and it's something we both want and crave, but we're just not fit enough. So make sure that you are addressing any obesity issues, any physical issues that maybe are not from obesity, but it's changed the way they live now because they've been more intentional and looked at other possible ways of reducing certain elements and adding in others. The body is mysterious. God's earth has a lot of resources for us. So I'm calling you to the three-day challenge in that kind of light holding way of saying, you'll see as you get it on the website, 
reflectioncc.com or enneagramandmarriage.com or at Instagram that I am not framing it so tightly that it has to be a one size fits all, but it is going to be framed in a way that it's going to start out with you researching what is the best position for you to start from personally and as a couple. And I'm also attaching a contest to it so we can add an extra layer of just doing this a bit more as a community and adding some fun to it. And that kind of thing just sparks fun. So I hope you'll join me. I hope you had a good time listening to how your type can embrace fitness. I am just so excited at all the possibilities for what my future with fitness is going to look like over the next few days. I can't wait to tell you about it next week on the podcast and you'll see me over the week as I'll share a little bit more pictures and videos. I don't like to do that that much because I like to stay up in my head, but I'm going to actually challenge myself to share a bit of my fitness journey with you guys as I go through it this week too. So I hope you have an awesome one and I will look forward to talking to you soon.